0: And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good morning-ish.
1: Good day. Today on the topic of wealth, we are going to be talking about the four income generating quadrants. Okay. And just so you guys know, when it comes to your personal finances, one of the books that you need to read, if you haven't already,
0: is Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And You know what really excites me about this? Is that you guys can see it and it's not backwards. If You're listening to this on podcast. You're missing out. This is really fun and cool. Just kidding. You're going to get lots of value today. So thanks for being here.
1: Yeah. Thank you for joining us. So today's information is going to be taken from from this book. This book is really amazing. Um, It's eye-opening. Very eye-opening. Great work. And by the way, one of the authors of the Rich Dad Poor Dad series, she's a badass, by the way. I have so much respect for her because for one, she's a woman. For two, she's just like a relentless badass. And that's amazing. Um, But she will be
0: actually... And... Hold on before you give away the secret. She is, she was like, has been a successful female in a time and helped like lead the charge for women in really high positions um, and really successful positions, entrepreneurship, business ownership in a time where it was even less normal than it is now, way less normal, way less, um, what's the word I'm looking for?
1: I, I would say acceptable? Common. common, I don't, mm, I don't know, whatever. whatever,
0: but what's cool about what, what the reason that I say that, because you seem very enthusiastic about my fun fact, um, why I say that is because there's a certain amount of courage that that takes. And this woman is full of that. So. Proceed, and I will respond with the same enthusiasm to the next thing you have to say.
1: Yeah, but, anyways, her name is Sharon Lecter, and we're gonna be having her yeah. on our espresso in three weeks from now. And I'm so just grateful and stoked, um, you know, to have this opportunity. So, you guys need to mark your calendars also because. Out of respect for her, since her calendar is jam-packed, we're going to be doing it at a different time than we normally do. Friday, May 21st at 1 p.m. You guys need to add that to your calendars right now, because the value of that conversation is literally going to be gold. Three clicks away from gold. (laughs) Okay, so let's get right into it. She's actually
0: published, helped publish like 37 books.
1: Yeah, she's amazing.
0: Insane. And I'm glad reaction was a little bit more enthusiastic at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. So you guys, let's get right into it. Okay. So there are four quadrants. Okay. And those quadrants are employee, self-employed, business owner, and investor. Okay. All of which generate.
0: What, what of mine would you like to steal now?
1: A pen. All of which generate income. Rule number one of investing by Warren Buffett is don't lose money. Rule number two is you got to make sure that you have income. Okay. So each and every one of you guys, how do you
0: invest without income? Can you? No. I mean, you can borrow somebody else's money, I guess,
1: but investor is way, way, way at the end. Most people try to jump to the fourth one before like even reaching their highest potential with one. So, however, we're going to be talking about each and every one of them today, but really the first rule is you guys, like any financial problem that any person has always stems from one thing and one thing only, and that is income. A debt problem as Uncle G says, is actually an income problem. Because if you had better income, then you would be able to pay off your debt. And I'm talking about consumer debt, not debt that you leverage for investments, okay? But first thing, you've got to make sure that you've got income, okay? And there is four ways in which you can do that. You can either be an employee be a part of an organization that's doing great things, or you can start your own thing, or you can be the head of that organization that's doing awesome things, or you can either invest in other businesses or vehicles that can generate you more money. But, you know, you guys, life is a cycle, the circle of life. And money's just like life. Money is a part of life in, this, in, the, in the sense that everything circulates. Money has to circulate. So if you think of, you know, um, the cycle of money, in order to start the cycle, you have to get some, and that's called income. Last week, we talked a little bit about passive income. The goal is not to stop the cycle, The goal is to increase the flow because when there is more flow happening, there's more life happening. Okay. And you can do it in, in one of four different ways. And, you know, according to rich dad, poor dad employee, that is, you know, basically how most of us live our life. Um, you know, we, we go to school, we get a job, we get paid. Okay. That puts you in the top left hand side quadrant. So, you know, you either get paid by the hour, you have a monthly rate, you have an annual rate, you have commissions, maybe you have a mixture of different things. Um, so if you are in the employee quadrant, ask yourself, how am I getting paid right now? How am I getting paid? Are you getting paid by the hour? Are you getting paid by commissions? Are you getting paid um salary? salary maybe a mix of a few. Um, what is it? Get clear on that. Okay. Because in order to be a player, you got to know how to play the game, yo. Okay, so that's employee. The second one is self-employed. And this is what I, this is what um, I think Sharon talks about it. The entrepreneur's paradox is, you know, like a lot of employees are like, I'm not happy where I am. So I'm going to start my own thing thinking that, you know, like all your problems are going to (coughs) be solved. And then it's like, you get a rude awakening of, you know, Actually, how much harder everything is when you're self employed. So, you basically go from having a job to now owning a job. Because you're owning your job, everything falls on you by the end of the day.
0: The difference between a self employed and a business owner is like a lot of people will be like, I'm gonna do my own thing. Now, I own a business. Sarit said, You own a job, which is true because a business has employees. When you're self-employed, you still work for other people. You're just doing it on your own terms. Yeah. So, you know, you're, you're still an employee. You just, now you have the at like you, now you have tax benefits and other things like that, but. You can have tax benefits as an employee too, though. It, well, yeah, but not because you are an employee, because you're doing something else in addition to. Yeah. So it's true. You can be multiple quadrants, which I'm sure you're going to get into. Um, but the the business owner has employees on payroll, is running a business. And let me tell you, no problems ever go away. You just get new ones. So you know, regardless of what quadrant you choose to be in, just make sure you are fulfilled within that quadrant. And there is a way for you to be able to create what you want to create, mm-hmm. or that there is a vehicle that you know, you can be on that is going to provide a way for you to become financially free. And by financially free, we mean your passive income exceeds your living expenses. Meaning you could, you know, something could happen to you or you could go on vacation or whatever. And if you're not working for an entire month or two months or six months, you're still able to pay all of your expenses from money that's coming in every single month. Passive meaning without effort.
1: Out effort. But you had to put a lot of effort for a long time. But you need, but you need to you put a
0: lot there. of effort in for a long time in order to get to there. Yeah. We're, we're still working on it. Yeah.
1: I want to share with you guys some numbers. One of our mentors always talks about it. Um, in America, there is 31 and a half million small businesses Twenty-five million of the million of them have one employee.
0: So basically, 25 million out of 31 and a yeah. half million.
1: Those are not businesses, by the way. have one employee. Those and are the just, employee, the employee is the owner. Yep. And that's basically the biggest headache. So that's 80 percent. Eighty percent of all businesses nowadays have one person. So 80% of people who say they have a business actually just own their
0: job. Which isn't necessarily bad. Like if that's what you want to do, great. You know, if you want to be the only one or, you know, when we just started, we, we were the only ones, I mean, technically, I guess you could say we're a business. We weren't even actually employed by our business. It's called a business, regardless of how many employees, because you have to register it um, as a business, but, Mm -hmm. and you have an ID and everything. but. You know, we didn't even hire our first employee until like a year ago. So for, you know, two, over two years, it was just us. Ashley's
1: so, actually coming up on her <clears throat> one
0: year tomorrow. Some of you know her as Cho. Cho. Chief of Happiness. Love officer. that. Um but yeah, so, you know, it, it's, we're not saying any of these things are the wrong place or a bad place to be in because it's all a journey and it's all an evolution, you know, mm-hmm. for a long time we owned our job, but that's because we have plans for the future to go from, and, and we now have gone from the self-employed into the business. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, my intention for this isn't to make anybody say that where you're at is wrong. These are just like the facts of each quadrant. And as long as you have a plan and you know what vehicle you can get on to create what it is that you want to create, awesome. Hopefully this conversation will help you to understand the differences.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, with regards to being self-employed, normally what you bring in goes to the business. Um and you know, if you're just a one-man show, then it's just kind of like doing all the things, doing all of the stuff, making all of the sacrifices for the business, you know, with hopes that, you know, one day, you know, like the magic will appear. And by the way, most people end up staying in this quadrant because due to one of three reasons, that's what they say. No demand, no people, no funding. Because let's face it,
0: most wait, 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 wait. Those aren't the reasons. No people, no demand, no funding. That is what we say. Right, right, right. right. That's, okay.
1: that's why people, I just wanted to clarify. So a lot of times when people go into business, they don't think about the long-term game of why am I going to, to start my own business? They're just thinking about an escape
0: of like a right now.
1: solution. yeah, like my, my, I don't like how my boss is treating me or whatever it may be. And I'm going to do my own thing you know, and we kind of did that. We did it too. I'll take full responsibility for it. It's a driver, but that's because we saw a gap in an industry. We we did have a long-term vision. I I would, I would give us that, but you know, like if you want to go from E to S, like have a long-term plan because otherwise you're going to be stuck there. This is the quadrant where most people think that they're going to move along other quadrants thinking like, not like a business owner and they end up just staying there for the rest of their life. having expected something completely different. That's why two thirds of businesses will fail every five to 10 years because of that.
0: Like there's- Because of what?
1: Because of the the chief three complaints, no demand, no people, no funding. They end up staying there. The problem only keeps on getting bigger and bigger. You're not moving through it. You're like, you're getting stuck and the hole keeps getting bigger and bigger because you need more funds. You can only do so much in a day and you need to have the
0: cycle, right? I'm going to play the devil's advocate though. Okay. Because those are, those are myths. Those are false. Like those are false. Those
1: are myths. Yeah, but those are but those are the the S's top three complaints.
0: Okay, so I want to provide full clarity.
1: That These is not actually, actually the problem. These
0: are not. What? But I want them to know what the problem is. Why would we just give them what they're already saying? Right? I okay. don't know if you were probably going to get to this already, but like the the reasons why people say that they went out of business if they go out of business and, and if you are in this or if you're intending on going this, actually, you know what? You are a business. Everybody is at that. You're a business. business owner and the business is you, you, I'm not a business man. I'm a business comma man. Hmm. So put woman in there. If you'd like put child, put whatever you would like to put in there, but you are a business. And a lot of them will say, like, oh, I didn't have enough capital. I didn't, uh, there was no demand for my product, or I don't have like, I, 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 the right find, people. I couldn't find the right people to hire. But the mm-hmm. problem is, you were not able to sell your product or service in quantities great enough, at prices high enough, fast enough to fund your business. Mm-hmm. That is the problem. Yeah. And, What happens there is it goes from, oh, it's, it's somebody else's fault to, I must take responsibility. It's not because there's no demand for your product. If you can create a demand, there's demand. Nobody knew about Velcro until there was Velcro. Somebody had to sell it. Somebody had to sell the idea. Hey, stick shit to things. Easy. Like it seems like such a weird invention, but it's everywhere. So You can have the greatest idea in the world and you can have an awesome product, but if you're unable to sell it, we can totally get into like, I think for me, like the four foundational, like skills you have to have to be successful in your business. That's for a different day, but you need to be able, like, if you're going into business, you need to be able to sell your product or service And quantity is great enough, price is high enough, fast enough to stay in business. Mm -hmm. And you have to be a great leader or you will never attract the right people. It's your responsibility.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for anybody who's in the S's and by the way, Christina, huge congratulations for you. That's awesome. Like know that you are a business regardless of what quadrant you are. Most people just don't treat themselves like that. And that's why we tell you guys, dude, like when you join any of our programs, you're making an investment in yourself. You're make, if you're a business owner, you're making an investment in your business by making an investment in you. You Uh, Because you uh, are
0: the business. Your business is appreciating. Yeah. When you take care of you. Yeah. That's crazy. Your business appreciate goes up in value because Mm -hmm. you take care of you. Yeah. Would you give a little bit of money to uh, appreciate that's how people force appreciation on properties I bought this junky property I put in new bathrooms I painted the walls I replaced the roof all this costs money 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 toilets look beautiful sparkly we got the little one that shoots water up your butt so you can clean it without wiping and stuff awesome forced appreciation so that's what happens when you take care of you so congratulations for being here and taking care of you you are appreciating and you are going up in value by listening to these.
1: While most people are not. That's the
0: problem. They don't know about this. We must share. Yep. So then the next one after that is... What have we gone over? Sorry, recap. Because I got all So
1: recap. We went over employee. And then we went over self-employed. Okay. Okay. So, so the next one is business owner. Business So that's if you've been successful enough for a long enough time period, selling enough of your product at a certain speed while recruiting the right people and telling them the bus is going somewhere, jump on board. Then now you become a business owner because you have this machine that's doing some things and you're not doing it by yourself. Okay. Um, you're or you doing, can buy a business. You're, you're doing it along with people. That's the next one. We're going to talk about that in just a little, bit, a little bit. So the reason why we spend some time on S is because a lot of self-employed people think that they're business owners when in fact that is not
0: the case. They have business owner, some business owner tax benefits.
1: We, we all own a business, which is us. Okay, you are a business, but you're not a business owner unless you have a team of people working with you. And I think Rich Dad's thing is like six people, okay? Our mentors, um, their thing is 15, okay? It's like you're not a business owner until you have a team of 15 people, including I suppose you. I that's an opinion. I don't know. And by the way, by the way. By the way. Only 600,000 out of? of, out of 31.5 businesses 30, have
0: 31.5 have businesses
1: fifth, have more what
0: 35.1, million.
1: only 600,000 out of 31 and a half million are businesses with over 15 employees. So just by understanding these numbers, you guys, What's the percentage? like think about how most people are not even fully aware of how the four quadrants really operate. Okay. So this is just, you know, it's, it's valuable information because, you know, as you're playing along with life, you should ask yourself like, Where in the quadrants do I want to be? That's less
0: than 2%. Yeah,
1: it's crazy. Less than 2% are actually in the B quadrant. Okay. So that's when you've got a thing going on and you've got, you know, some people helping you alongside with you to, you know, accomplish whatever it is that you're accomplishing. Okay. And then the investor. That's the quadrant where most people jump into way too early and end up wondering why their life hasn't changed. Okay. The investor is basically when, you know, somebody has acquired enough income and that's, you can actually acquire it from every quadrant, just so you know could be an employee and become an investor. You could be a business owner, become an investor. You could be self-employed and become an investor. We're going to talk about all of these in, in just a second, but you know, the investor that is when you have the highest amount of responsibility, the most amount of assets, but every asset can become a liability and every liability can become an asset. Okay. So those are the real estate investors. Those are the business investors and, you know, that sort of thing. This is where we're talking about lots of passive income. Okay. So now knowing these four quadrants,
0: before you go further, because I'm thinking about this word invest. And so I want them to have, I want you to have in your mind as we go forward, there's like, an investment, an investment is the action or process of investing money or profit or material, uh, or material, sorry, the action or process of investing money for profit or material result, or a thing that is worth buying because it may be profitable or useful in the future, or an act of devoting time, effort, or energy to a particular undertaking with the expectation of a worthwhile result. So when we talk about invest in yourself, that like an investment doesn't have to do with a monetary exchange, because what it is basically is you're taking a resource and you're devoting it to something so you can get a worthwhile result. That's an investment. Now, for the case of today's conversation, we are talking about money, taking a resource, money, putting it into something. Um, what was the word that they used? Devoting it to something or a particular undertaking for a worthwhile result, hmm. more money. Now, when we talk about invest in you, you're investing. Many of you, most of you are here have invested all of your most valuable resources, with us to improve the quality of your life, worthwhile result, time, money, energy, and time, money, energy. There's something else i thinking about. But as we go forward, yes, particularly this conversation is about money, but I want you to think of the word investment itself, period. Like you are an investor. You're here. You're investing your time. You're investing your energy to appreciate your asset, which is you. So you're already, I would say, and rich dad might disagree with me or, or Mr. Kiyosaki, but you are making an investment in you already. You are an investor. You might not be a monetary investor, but you're an investor. And I want to put that in your head because if you tell yourself the truth, which is you are an investor, I am, I am a successful investor. I am a, I am a whatever. Whatever. I don't know an affirmation and it's the truth so you can believe it, but you also put it in your head so that, you know, come when you are ready to put in monetary investment and devote it to a particular undertaking so that you can have a worthwhile result. You've already put that in your mind, like I'm an investor. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now we can move forward. Yeah. That was like a thought that I had, I felt was valuable.
1: So if I had to give three pointers with regards to, you know, how do you make the most of it? Because the reality is, is that you can live your best life out of each and every one of these quadrants. Okay. There are pros and cons to everything. And normally the higher up you go, the more responsibilities and the harder the fall is. Okay. Um, but you know, like my top three tips with regards to how do you make the most out of each and every quadrant? And this is why most people either end up falling too short or end up, um, being disappointed is because they're not applying these three things. Rule number one, I don't care what quadrant you're in, go all in. If you're a part of an organization do everything that you can to be the best one, to be the most valuable asset for that organization, go all in. If you're starting a business from scratch, I will tell you this, if you're not going all in very quickly, you will realize that things will just stop. And the same thing goes with business owner. It'll just happen faster and harder. And also as an investor, Like the, the most well-known investors are the ones who go all in really, really hard. Like Warren Buffett, Grant Cardone, they play a really big game because they go all in. They don't just buy one unit. They, they think bigger, but in order to think bigger, you just have to act more. Okay. So whatever quadrant you're in, if you want to make the most of it, go all in. The reason why most people never achieve the life of their dreams, and that's with regards to anything, be it weight loss, be it finances, be it professionally. It's because most people think about how can I get away by doing the least amount of work in order to get the most victimization rather than taking full ownership, full responsibility. And just like, instead of walking, asking, how can I run? How can I fly?
0: Yeah. The quickest way to fail is to try to get something without effort. Without massive effort. without Yeah. Like to try to get something fast without putting any work in. Yeah. It's not a thing. Yeah. You can say, oh yeah, Aaron, but you could win the lottery. I just, all I did was buy a lottery ticket. Yeah. Tell me, tell me where you're at 10 years from now. So
1: go all in because when you go all in, then you, you're able to maximize the quadrant that you're in. And you're able to achieve a specific goal with that. And then once you're doing that, then you have competence, okay? Like you get to a point in life where it's like you, you can see things ahead of time, you can predict things, you're just prepared. You're prepared for the, for the worst and you know how to make the most out of the best, regardless of what's going on. You gotta go all in, you gotta take massive action to gain enough experience to make enough of an impact for you and for everybody else around you. The second thing is multiply. Don't just stop. And that's why, you know, um not sure who said it, but you know, the most successful people never rely on on one stream of anything. So like once you like one channel, one pipeline and one channel starts to get really big, then add another channel to the mix. The thing is most people ask themselves, how can I do the least amount of work and then start diversifying? No, dude, create the biggest pipeline and then diversify and make, make massive pipelines.
0: Like make one thing go really successful so that if you turn your back on it, it's not gonna shit on you. Mm-hmm. If you don't like, you know, there's other things that we wanna do, but we're like, this machine needs to run without us being in it like otherwise we are still like we we still have to be here like for us to go and let's say like i don't know this is like the mission right so this is our thing anyways but let's say we wanted to go like do something that didn't have anything to do with health and fitness let's say we did if we were to go do that before this thing was like really running itself it would collapse Mm-hmm. So I don't even know what we would do if we weren't doing this. Cause it's like everything to us, but you have to think in your, in your own life. Like if I'm doing this one thing, like, let me make this one thing go so well that I can go away from it and know it's still going to be doing just as well or better if I'm not there.
1: Mm. Multiply, multiply. Um, so have more than just one pipeline. And then the second, and then the third thing is repeat. Because if you just focus on going all in with whatever you're doing and then multiplying your efforts and then repeating it, your pipelines are just going to go from big to to bigger, to bigger, to bigger, to bigger, to bigger, to bigger. Takes, you know, massive action, massive commitment, massive ownership, also massive understanding through action, not just by reading books like these, this book has been absolutely like a game changer on top of a lot of other books. Like, you know, no one book is going to change your life, but one sentence of a book can start, can start to change your life, but it would change your thinking, you know, but if you were to just follow through these steps, it doesn't matter what quadrant you're in. For one, you'll be able to reach the quadrant that you want. If you're currently in quadrants that you're not satisfied with. And for two, you'll be able to make the most out of the quadrants that you're in, regardless of whatever the situation is. You know, the ultimate goal, if you want to live a life of financial freedom is, here's the thing, we all have to start somewhere right? And it's either going to be E or S. E and S, That's kind of weird, actually. Uh, it's going to be either E or S. Okay. And then,
0: I don't know if they can see your graph. Where is it at? Ooh, there it is.
1: And then you want to add more quadrants. You want to multiply your efforts. And if you've done it well enough, if you went hard enough for a long enough time period, then you can start playing this game. Um and when you're playing a big game here.
0: What are you playing at? An investor. An investor.
1: Um, you know, this is when you really make it happen.
0: Hold on, I have a secret. You can start investing right now. We talked about the word investment. And them? And many of you are. And there are three things and they go in this order that you want to invest in. Yeah. Are you ready? Yep. Three things. One, yourself what does that even mean? The quality of your life, your health status, your, um, your skills, your ability, your knowledge, your experience. Um, you like invest in things that are going to help you to get there. Many of you have invested in our like coaching programs or services. Amazing. You know, investing in, Different workshops or seminars or things that are going to help you to get into different communities of people who are doing similar things as you and think along the li- same lines as you and invest in that stuff. You cannot lose money by investing in you, it's not a loss because you are the biggest asset opportunity, but you're also the biggest liability opportunity. Mm-hmm. So you need to think like when I'm spending money on me, I'm not spend. there's a difference between spending money and investing money. Investing money means I'm going to get something of equal or greater value back. Spending money is I'm going to get some piece of shit that's going to depreciate in value. And now my money's gone too, like a pair of shoes. Not that like, if you buy a pair of shoes, you're a terrible human being. I'm just saying there's a difference between spending money and investing money. Mm-hmm. And when it has to do with increasing your value as a human, that is 100% an investment. And yeah. if you can find a way to write it off, then you should feel even less bad for investing that money. Yep. Okay. That's number one, invest in you. And I'm going to tell you a secret. Street doesn't even know I'm about to drop this, but for those of you who know what the raw transformation is, it's coming up. I'm not telling you when, I'm just saying it's coming up. That could be next year. That could be tomorrow. <laughs> I'm just saying it's coming up. Okay. So anyways, invest in you. Number two, uh, invest in your business or your profession. Now you are your business, right? So these can kind of mold together and mesh together. So if you're going to uh, a lot of you are going to like the XND summit, that would be a professional investment in you, your business. That's kind of like, one in the same, right? Mm. But if you own a business, invest in your business, invest in your business, invest in your team, pay employees, put money into the thing that can get more money. That's an investment. And then the last thing is invest in money, money generating assets, other like money, like passive income assets, things that you put the money into, and you don't have to do more work for, After you've done the work to get the money, to put the money in, Mm -hmm. you don't have to do any more work to then be on the receiving end of that. If you want more, if you want to receive more, you put in more, but by investing in you and investing in your, your business or your profession, you give yourself the ability to have more to put into the thing that is going to give you back without effort.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I hope that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Investment means you're going to get it back. There should be no fear in that. Spending is different.
1: Yeah. And then the third
0: one, money generating assets, oh. passive, passive assets that give you passive income. Yep. So you, your profession slash business and passive money generating assets.
1: And you know, our goal through these conversations is to help add value to you so that you, for one, gain awareness with regards to what's going on because these things are not taught in school and we're fully aware of that. And for two, to help you build a life that you're proud of, you know, we start with weight loss because we want to feel better about ourselves. But once we start to feel better about ourselves, when you're a go getter, you don't want to stop when you have a winner's mindset. You're like, okay, what else can I win in? And that's where these conversations come in. And by the way, based on whatever quadrant you're in, if you're like, you know, I would love to, you know, like I'm already going in, like I would like to start, like I'd love to start multiplying. Know that right now there is an incredible opportunity that's called Team Where you can become a business builder literally like at no risk, only a $95 investment so that you can have that S and, you know, get all of the benefits of being a business owner without of all of the other flaws that come with being a business owner so that you can start multiplying and maximizing your pipeline so that you can fulfill your dream life.
0: You know, it's actually cool about X endurance. Um, it's a network marketing company, direct marketing, multi-level marketing, whatever you want to call it. Um, some people just clicked out of this video cause they're like, Oh my God, here we go. But I feel sorry and bad if that's you, but I hope you have a nice day. Um, for everybody else who cares, um, that business model is actually really genius. There are scammy people and there are crappy people that give people bad experiences who are part of those kind of companies, but it is most likely not the company itself. And if it is, they've already been busted. So what's cool about that is for one, you don't succeed unless you help other people succeed. That's true with every single business. We don't succeed unless we help you succeed because you're like, why would I keep spending money with these girls if I haven't gotten any value from anything I've done? Put in the chat right now, if we, anytime we release a new like swag or gear or a new product or a new program, you're like, you do that little emoji or the gift that's like, take my money. And it's like the little kid with the old school, like newspaper boy hat, like just throwing money out the window. It's because there's a proven track record. If we've helped you We continue to be able to help ourselves. Now we're at the point where if we're not helping our employees, we're not helping ourselves. If our employees are not helping you, we're not helping our employees. If we're not helping our employees, we're not helping ourselves. Same damn thing. I bleeped myself out there Mm -hmm. because why? Every business is a pyramid. Somebody's at the top. We're at the top of improve you. And we have employees and we will have an executive team and we will have managers and we will have people. It's all a triangle. So that's beautiful. Synchronicity. You succeed if other people succeed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, the cool thing about that, this is, this is any multi-level marketing company. I'm not just trying to sell you X endurance, but this is why this business model is genius. And I used to work for X endurance before they got this business model. And when they told me they were doing it, I was like immediately, same day, sign me up within 10 minutes Mm
1: -hmm. because
0: I had been looking for a company because the opportunity is insane. Imagine owning a business for $95. I don't like, we've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars in our business, investing in our business, hundreds of, probably, I would say probably near a million dollars. For for as long as we've been in business, investing in our business and in ourselves to grow the business. Okay. Would you rather do a million or would you rather do 95 bucks, bruh? Okay. I'm off that soapbox. $95. Then what's cool is you are self-employed. You're self-employed, but you're also a business owner. Why? Because you have employees. Your team. If you're building a team and guess what's the craziest thing? You don't even have to pay them. You just have to help them figure out how to get themselves paid. It's insane. Yeah. It's insane. So you are technically then a business owner. You have employees. You got got people underneath you that are running their businesses. You're self-employed. But the cool thing is it becomes residual. Residual is there's effort being put in but no extra effort to get the extra money. You see what I'm saying? For, excuse me. That was like coffee and taco salad was amazing. (laughs) Okay, for
1: example, we ha- like, that's it's- awesome. Tiff. Tiff just said, I already made back the $95 investment. Tiff, I would assume that you got that 10 X.
0: Look, you'll make back the $95 investment within two months if you're buying products, because you already automatically get 25% of off of all your own supplements and free shipping. It's stupid. It's amazing. And what's cool is X endurance wins. We win and everybody else wins. But you have to be willing to put in work like a business owner. You have to be willing to do the job. You have to be willing to sell shit. And I will tell you right now, you wanna be successful in any area of your life, you have to know how to sell. And what helps you- You're
1: selling anything.
0: Hold on. The first person you have to sell is yourself. Mm -hmm. You have to sell yourself why am I awesome? We talked about this. I think it was on an espresso episode or maybe it was on an inner circle call. I don't know. We talked about it. You yeah. have to sell yourself. You have to first feel like you have the confidence I was yesterday. to tell other people like, yo, I've been taking these supplements. It's changed me X, Y, Z. This is why I love it. This is my own personal testimonial. This is what other people have experienced. It's awesome. Why would you not want to tell that to people? If you're not selling something you believe in, you're selfish. You're so, it's so selfish. Somebody's going to get mad at me for saying that, but it's the truth. If you saw an awesome movie and you know, like brand new Kevin Hart movie, and you're like, oh, that made me laugh so hard. Somebody else will feel some kind of joy and happiness if they watch this movie, but I'm not going to tell any about it because I don't want to sell. Selfish. Selfish selling fish. (laughs) So anyways, that's my little tangent on selling. Um, we sell you guys every day on something. We sell you on you. We sold you on the four quadrants. When we take you through a program, we sell you on your confidence. We sell you on your ability to get results. It's all the same. And what's cool is when you do that, people's lives change for the better. I said yesterday, you all have a superpower. Everybody has a superpower. Some people are just assholes. And they don't use it for good. Mm -hmm. But that's not you. And if we find out it is, you're not going to be in this community for long. But that's not you. Like you're here to do good in the world. I truly believe that most people are here to really do good in the world. But if you don't know how to sell, you limit yourself and your ability to do good in the world.
1: And also, if you're doing good things in the world and you're not able to monetize off of that that too is a shame
0: yeah you're
1: you have everybody has to invest their their times their talents and their and their their times their their talent and their treasures you know this is a matter of knowing that you're worth getting paid but also being humble enough to know that you have to fucking grind before Mm -hmm. you start seeing the results it's living like a farmer most people live like hunters. Like they just attack.
0: It's like what can I get right now? Rather and then, and than then you eat it and it's feeding gone.
1: Feeding like the seeds on the ground and
0: seeding the seeds. And
1: like just sprinkling them everywhere, Sewing,
0: Sowing, I believe it's called.
1: Yeah, what did I say? Seeding. <laughs> whatever. S- I created a verb out yeah. of a noun. I'm a foreigner, I can do whatever I want.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Except for vote.
1: Um there's okay. a lot that I can do and it's a fucking shame. But so, I will
0: be. So <laughs> <laughs> but I will be. And that's why we call that's why we say, if anybody's heard um us say like she's my property, that's that's where that came from. Yeah. Like, you can't make her go away because she's my property. As an American citizen, you cannot take away my property is my nah. right. <laughs> nah. Um But anyways, yeah, I don't know. We just went off on a bunch of tangents. I think all valuable and hopefully a little bit eye opening um, because, you know, it's really truly if uh, one second, I want to go back to what you said about um, if you're not monetizing off of the help you're providing, then the only reason I would deem that acceptable is if you're just getting started and you need to prove yourself. to People. Yep. We still give away things for free to show you guys, look what we're capable of. Look how we can help you. Look Mm -hmm. how this is different. See, try it out first. Dip your toes in the water. See, it's nice. No sharks are going to bite it. Okay. Now give me your money because it's time to change your life. And what that does is two things. It allows us to keep paying our employees and moving a business and the mission forward. The second thing that that does is it gives you something to lose so that you actually take action. If people don't pay, they don't pay attention. Mm-hmm. You ever got something for free? How often does it end up in a fucking corner or with dust on it or in the garbage can? Yeah. You, you forget about, about the bracelets it. Yesterday. Yeah. The bracelets you get out of fair, Ah, oh, bracelet, chapstick. And then it ends up in the garbage. Cause you know, I bet you if you paid a hundred dollars for that chapstick, you'd find a way to keep track of it. For sure. Right?
1: Dude, any chapstick that I got for free, I kept in a box and then when it was time to move, I threw that shit out. Yeah. I was like, fuck, I didn't use that into Brand years. new,
0: the top is still flat. Uh-huh. Like the, the sticker is still on it. <laughs> So, yeah, you know, it's all in, and we are in an economy. This is an economic world. Money needs to flow.
1: Flow. Money
0: needs to flow around. You give it to us. We give it to somebody else. Somebody else gives it to somebody else. Like that's, that's how it goes. And it's beautiful. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's a great idea. Yeah, Um, but you're going to pay a hundred dollars for it. Cause then you're going to use it. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Come out with a chapstick on our website, $199. People are like, what the fuck? If you watched espresso, you would know. Three people will buy it.
1: it. It would say when you roll up the thing, do you even espresso?
0: Golden chapstick.
1: But anyways, we hope that you found value in today's conversation. And in all seriousness, if you know you are serious about, about multiplying your your pipelines and you are curious about learning more about team X and D just go ahead and email admin at com. We are building the raddest, baddest, Baddest. most powerful team on this planet. I
0: was hoping you would say powerfulist or something.
1: (laughs) If you are on team X and D, please drop a comment and, and say
0: team X and D. And I hope we'll see you at the summit.
1: All I can say is that if you plan on joining, you better join sooner rather than later, because then you'll tell yourself, oh shit, I wish i had done it sooner. Yeah. Um, this,
0: this company is, um, what founded in 2001, I think 2001 or 1998. I don't there? know. So the, the company itself was, did not start as a multi-level marketing company, which most do. Most mm-hmm. companies that are new and most companies that are new in multi-level marketing, that's the only business model they've had. So this is like a proven company already. But, um, what's cool is that it's only two years into the multi-level marketing and everybody is like, you know, when it's like 10 or 15 or 20 years down the road and people are making six figures a month from this. The people who are just getting into it are like, oh, if I would have started at the beginning, you have that opportunity. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't take advantage of that opportunity. You are at the beginning. And when this shit blows up, where are you going to be? I'm speaking to the people who are already somewhere in the somewhere. But anyways, there's an amazing opportunity, but you have to take advantage of the opportunity through action and consistency and persistence and resilience and commitment.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, you guys. We hope that you found a lot of value in today's conversation. Teresa Market says that if the chapstick <laughs> won't melt, she'll pay
0: 99 bucks. And
1: I if, think if that the that's chapstick- a great prob- uh, uh, problem
0: solver because... If the chapstick won't melt in the car.
1: <laughs> Dude, I think that that's why my chapsticks don't last for a long time because they always end up melting or they end up in the dryer. Why?
0: <laughs> Why? I've had chapstick go through the washer and dryer and still been fine. All right, you guys, we got to head out because we got other things that we got to do today. But thank you for being here. Thank you for allowing us the opportunity to make a positive impact on your life in one way, shape or form. It is extremely exciting for us. If you're not yet registered for the TKC or you don't know what it is, it's called the Transformation Kickstart Challenge, where we are going to show you and walk you through the 14 foundational and fundamental elements to sustainable body transformation. Oh, that was really good. That was really good. That was really good. Should have had the mic. Anyways, uh, you can go to solutions.com forward slash Kickstarter or somewhere in the link in the description, if you're on YouTube or in the comments in the Facebook chat or somewhere, you can find that link 14 days, totally free. Hopefully we'll see you there. And we will not be having a traditional... Espresso with Aaron and Sarit tomorrow or Friday because we will be investing in ourselves at a workshop where we can learn some really cool stuff that we can bring to you guys in the hopefully near future.
1: Yes. Tomorrow, I think there will be a replay of one of the more common relationship conversations. And on Friday, there will be lunchtime meal prep with Coach Crystal and maybe Boogie. Don't know. Maybe he'll be chasing lizards. Maybe he'll be helping. But either way, we will see you guys on Monday at noon. However, espresso is still happening. So you guys, we hope that you have a beautiful rest of your week and we will catch you next week. Bye.